Android Lindsay. You host the Batch Report in the USA. You also recap. Bachelor Australia, Bachelorette Australia, Bachelor in Paradise too. Happy holidays to you. It's a great track. Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Batch Report, where we are talking about The Bachelor, New Zealand, episode 12, Moses' season. We're on to hometowns. We are on moving along to hometowns. Last only, week, episode 11, first kiss. Only a couple more episodes left. I know. It's crazy. This episode... So, last time we ended up with Lou being sent home, and then Chanel being like, am I going to go home, and I, am I not going to go home? So, at the beginning of this episode, she's like... I think I'm going to go home. And he's like, I see you and I appreciate you. Like it was an honor to meet you. And then like when she leaves, he's like, this one hurts the most. And it's like, well, yeah, they're going to hurt worse and worse. Like the further you go along. How do you think the producers played that off? Like, I think they tried to make him seem more like heartbroken about her leaving. Yeah. And I don't think they ever had like a super strong romantic chemistry, but they were friends. Right. Like, he kept her around because she was kind of pleasant to have around. That's about it. Like, he enjoyed being around her energy and was like, maybe something romantic will stem from this. Maybe not. But, like, I enjoy just having her around. Well, also, I think there's something to be said for, like, how he can only get rid of a few girls each time. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of, in a way refreshing or I guess like a little bit like well there's people he knows he doesn't want mm-hmm. you know whereas like oh like I can bear this person or stand them but these people I know I don't have a like a connection with so mm-hmm. that's basically how I look at it yeah which I actually think it's kind of late in the game for him to be sending or for her to want to go home well I think the reasoning is they had had that one date and then she was expected to bring him back for hometowns And I think she was at a point where, like, we've had one date. How am I going to bring you back for a hometown to meet my family? Right. Well, they didn't, which he he probably would have sent her home, right? Or is there usually four people for hometowns? Um, There's typically four people for hometowns. Okay. So So him sending Lou home was kind of like the one that he was cutting. And then she then cut herself. Got it. So the first home visit we had was Annie. And I was really excited about this one right out the gate because she introduces him to her dogs yeah they're like big mastiffs right yeah or something like that they were like big goofy silly dogs and he really enjoyed meeting them and he has a dog that he loves too so they had this great time at the dog park but then they go and meet her family and they were like pretty like walls up about the whole thing what makes that well, like the questions they were asking and then the brother pulls Moses aside and is like, well, what are the pillars of a relationship to you? And he lists them off and the brother's like, oh, well, you're missing commitment and was like very hard on him the entire time, which is understandable. I mean, he's not wrong. Well, no, but like it's understandable. And Moses is in a place where he's like, well, I do have three people left, so I can't promise it, like these people anything like I can't promise that right now. And 
then he and Annie kiss in the rain, which is like really nice and really sweet. And I do feel like they're so compatible, but his like her family wasn't as open. I mean, how is her brother supposed to respond? I don't know, but they were um in your perspective, how should he respond? I mean, I mean, his response was fine, but then they were putting down like the dates that they had gone on on the season where they're like, oh, you do tarot cards. We don't believe in tarot cards. Like that's a horrible thing. And he's like, well, it's not something that you like live by or take super seriously, but it's like something like it's entertainment. It's fun. And they were kind of anti that whole thing. And she was saying that she was raised in like a very religious household. So I think they were like a little bit judgy about a lot of his lifestyle choices. Annie was also saying she really looks up to her mother's opinion. And how do you think Moses and Annie's mother got on? Um, I feel like you saw a lot of apprehension there with the mother. And she was like, he's a nice guy, but... Like, she just had walls up. I think she was like, I'm scared of my daughter getting hurt. So I'm not just going to say, oh, this is an amazing thing, and then have to deal with that later on. Um, I do think this is the first time that he probably started to doubt their relationship a little bit. And you, like, see Annie go through that as well because she's like, well, I really care about what my family – like, she kept saying how much she cared about what her family thinks and Mm -hmm. that she would never date someone that they didn't approve of. Right. So it's kind of like the first time we're seeing cracks in that relationship. But before we talk about Lana's, I do want to take a quick second to talk about our sponsor for this episode, which is NoteCube. I have such a hard time finding gifts for Andrew, as well as my friends, as well as my family. But recently we got married and I was like, what am I going to get Andrew? So I was like scouring the internet and stumbled upon NoteCube. So they're this website where you can go and put in 10 to 20 of like the best qualities of the recipient. And they make up to 60 personalized notes for you with the reasons why you love and appreciate them. And then you can edit them, add photos, make them even more personable. And then you even have the option to have the box engraved that they come in. So you get these beautifully printed cards and a keepsake box. It's super thoughtful and it only takes a couple of minutes to do the entire gift, which is amazing. It was started by siblings, so they had family in mind, friends in mind. This is the perfect unexpected gift for a friend. If you're like, man, I have a friend who's been feeling down lately, this is a great little pick-me-up because they can just get this little surprise box in the mail and just every day can just take out a note card about why you love and appreciate them, which is super fun. And we have a special offer for our listeners where you can get 20% off with the code batch report. So that is free delivery worldwide and 20% off with the code batch report by shopping online at thenotecube.com or clicking the little link in our show notes, which will take you right there. Okay. So now we're going to be talking about Lana's hometown. And this all basically starts off with me feeling a little bit uneasy about Lana's and Moses's standing. So they kind of do kick it off, though, right away. They enjoy a bottle of champagne on a beautiful hill. After a helicopter ride. After a helicopter ride. So that's, like, pretty romantic. Um I feel like she was also a lot more relaxed in her own element 
like away from the bachelor mansion. Yeah, she seemed like way more groovy to me, like more laid back, more comfortable, more confident. And she came off as kind of like a powerhouse. And going into this, I was going to say that I was 100% sure that after Hometowns, Lana would be going home because I felt like she was at the bottom of the three. But after this date, I feel like it really evened the playing field. It sure feels that way. And they go basically from this hilltop directly to see her parents. And they're pretty cool. Wouldn't you say yeah. like they're kind of groovy? They're like older. They're really fun. They really like Moses. Her like mother's chatting with Moses in the kitchen about like, you know, getting tickets to his concert and going backstage passes. Yeah. Backstage so, passes to like make fun. all her friends jealous. Yeah. Like I like Lana's parents way more. I mean, based on what I've seen, mm-hmm. I could just be editing, but they just seem like they were cautious, but also very welcoming into their culture you know like this is what how we like to be this is how we relax they're like we like to have a glass of wine and crack jokes and just have like a really easygoing time which was cool but he does ask lana about the open relationship thing that shanae had brought up last week because she was like oh you both are you know open to open relationships And that took Moses off guard. So that's obviously been on his mind for the past few days. So he asks her about it and she was like, what? What are you talking about? Like, I never said I was into open relationships. But they kind of realized that there was some miscommunication because Lana had been talking about how important it is to be open in a relationship, as in like communication wise, not, you know, seeing multiple people at the same time. So that might have been not so good for her as a contestant in The Bachelor. But now he's probably like, wow, I had kind of like mentally written Lana off. Now I had this great time with her family. And I'm realizing that the thing I've been worried about isn't even anything to worry about. Right. And they do come close to kissing. But I think Moses is reserved because he thought he had made up his mind. Mm -hmm. And now he's like, whoa parents are super cool had a great time like maybe i misjudged like he's starting to second guess in my perspective which is what the show's about but it also really throws a kink in his plans also i found that annie's uh her like we're going back but Mm -hmm. her perspective was like oh if my mom says no then it's a no like you're an adult You can make your own decisions. To me, that was like a very immature way to go about it. So that kind of bugs me about Annie. And that's something that Moses, I hope, picked up on. But I doubt it because I know he's perceptive. But how would he know that that's part of her personality, you know? Yeah. So Lana's date ends up on like a pretty positive note, I would say. Even though they didn't kiss, I felt very good about that hometown date just overall. But we went straight from that into Shanae's date where they go painting and are like doing a little like fun, like project date, but they have like a painting instructor there, which is funny because every single date they've been on, there's been a third wheel. And then they're like cuddling in the painting thing. And we're about to kiss and the instructor walks in. Yeah. Like at that very pivotal moment. And I'm like, I hope, 
like, I don't hope that the producer sent the person in, but I'd like, like, I don't know. It was just funny. You'd like to think that that's what happened. I'd like to think that was like the only producer meddling all season. Yeah. <laughs> so that is kind of unfortunate for their relationship. I don't think Shanae's a bad person, but I also don't think she really cares about the other girls in the house all that much. Yeah, like what she had said a bit about Lana was almost like sabotage. Yeah, which she said she regretted it, but I'm like, kind of worked to your benefit a little bit. I'm actually curious when they do the Women Tell All episode, if they ask about that and ask each girl how, like, seeing it back, how they felt about that conversation. Um, she doesn't have her parents or anyone around, so Moses meets Sinead's aunt and then some of her friends, and she had made him, like, this pineapple pie, and she was... Like, everyone around was like, oh, my gosh, Sinead doesn't cook, so this is going to be a really interesting thing. And he tried it and was like, oh, this is, like, pretty good for the fact that you don't cook. Like, you did a good job. Um, Do you think he was being honest? Because they didn't really show any recap on that. No, I I think he appreciated the fact that she tried, but she had never had pineapple pie before and had never made it before. So I highly doubt it was, like, the best pineapple pie he had ever had. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But... I think that it was very polite of him to tell her that it was good. And they do kiss after. Did they kiss? They did. Okay. Because I was, it was kind of like this weird thing where they were like leaning over each other and I didn't know if they were going to do it. So they did end up. Yeah. They did. Yeah. They didn't quite do. I didn't feel like I felt as much like easy chemistry like I did when he kissed Annie. Well, remember when he kissed Annie and there was like a camera guy like hanging off the edge of the yacht. Like, like, to get, to the, get shot. the shot. I didn't really get that this time. Well, and that kiss may have not been, like, fantastic. But when they were kissing in the rain this episode, like, outside of her parents' house, I was like, this is really, like, sweet. They were just sitting in chairs outside in the rain. Yeah. So how do you think that relationship would progress? Because I feel like this is where I'm coming from. Mm-hmm. I feel like Annie and Moses have a very, like... um it's like, what do you call it? Uh, when like first stages of marriage where you're like, oh, oh, like the newlywed phase. It feels like a newlywed phase, like kissing in the rain and like doing all this stuff. It's like, yes, that's like head over heels. But is that like, it, it's is the, that lust? Right. It's like that infatuation stage where you're like, oh, we connect. We have all this right. chemistry. This is really cool. And then it's like, well, what happens when that starts to fizzle off and you're left with having to like, like, like what kind actually, of foundation have you built? Yeah, like actually get to know the person and like learn about their interests because all Moses knows about her is that she likes to dance. But that's not like one hobby doesn't make up the whole of a person. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't really seem like he's really delved too much deeper than the surface, which I'm not saying they're not compatible or great together because they do have good chemistry. However, I do think there is more to a person than just what you're infatuated with yeah and it's like she did talk about like her anorexia and stuff but she had never talked or from what we've seen about like her family dynamic or like her past relationships or things like that yeah or like what she considers successes in her lives Mm -hmm. you know like i think that to me is a really important thing that they don't really talk about in the bachelor like that's something i like to look at people and ask people about, like, what do you consider success and how have you achieved it in your own life? Yeah. 
So whereas like I feel like Shanae is more open about that sort of thing. But if, but he doesn't really inquire because I feel like he's almost made up his mind. But it's like with him and Shanae, it's almost like she is very contrived with what she tells him. Like she's telling him these things that seem open and honest and whatever because she's like, this is what I need to say to make it seem like I'm being open. Or this is what I need to say to, like, progress this relationship versus, like, I think she thinks out everything she's going to say to him beforehand. Which could be good or bad because it's kind of like she's willing to do what it takes to maintain the relationship. Mm -hmm. You know, like, oh, I need to have a chat with him about this thing that's bothering me. And, like, if you think it out and you do the then, then that can really be good for the relationship. But, but I don't know how it plays into this. But right? that's why it's also sabotage when she then says, oh, well, you and Lana are both like open relationship people or whatever. Like she had thought that out before she said it. That did not just slip her out of her mouth. I don't know if she meant to bring it up, but it came out way worse than she like it didn't come out the way she thought it was. Right. Because he was like, oh, but you could tell that she had thought about bringing it up. Like, she also might have been trying to figure out if he had ever had an open relationship before, because that's mm. something that she finds important to know people's stance, right? Like, if she's like, I will not date anyone that's done that yeah, or wants to do that, so or has thought about doing that, which Moses isn't that type of person. So I don't know if that was her agenda. And then when it came out, she was like, oh, because she's like, oh, she said that? Oh, we're going to have a talk, right? And like, honestly, at this point, after seeing the families and how they react and how he kind of like fit into everything, I actually would like to see him end up with Lana, but I think Lana needs to get past feeling cringy about romance. Right. Because that's something that he is like, he's just a very romantic person. Like he wants to do things that are very romantic and for them to work out, she would need to get past the point where she's just calling it cringy. I mean, she had a, boyfriend that she was in love with that died they committed suicide they committed suicide so it's like those that whole story that mm -hmm. you're talking about is very it's like sense tender yeah like so for her to be more comfortable with that is going to take work because but i think that she is a very loving person i think she is too i think it's it's like you it's shield scary. yourself right you crab yeah. up she's like a crab right now where she's got like a shell and she's like vulnerable yeah that's how i feel and she's probably like Oh, yeah, they're just telling me these things. It's oh, yeah, like it's, yeah. yeah. But I think that they could build something really great together if they put the time and energy into it, like post show. Yeah, honestly, every girl, each one of these girls is very like a catch. Mm -hmm. And honestly, Moses is a catch too. So I'm like, whatever he ends up with is great. I don't think, <laughs> I don't think Shanae is malicious on purpose. Yeah. I think that she has had a rough time on this show. Like, you know, he's calling her a different name, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, there's every date you have a third wheel. Like, she says something that she wants to get some more information on, and then, like, it totally backfires, and she throws a, some, you know, another woman yeah. under the bus. Unintent I don't think she meant to do that. Like, I don't think it was a malicious I do thing. Think, I think once it came out, it came off very malicious. I think she did want to talk to him about it and be like, oh, yes. like, how do you feel about open relationships? I know some of the girls here 
are kind of more open to that. And it's something that makes me uncomfortable. And I didn't know where your stance was. Like, there are ways to say it without being right. like, oh, you and Lana have a lot in common. You both are into open relationships. Like, like it just came out differently it than I think out. she I don't intended. think that's how she meant it. I'm going to go with that because I honestly don't think. I don't want to, like, say people are malicious by nature. Mm-hmm. And I think people can say things and then very easily feel like they have to pursue that that's like their only choice like oh great i said something like that now i have to i have to like fulfill that role kind of you know where it's like oh great now they're gonna look at me this way so now i'm just gonna do that and that happens a lot in american season you know as you see with like thomas and stuff but you can listen to our american bachelorette later this week this later this week so we will talk to you then And we look forward to talking about episode 13 of the New Zealand Batch next week. Bon voyage. Is that a word? Bon voyage. Isn't that French? Bon voyage. Bon voyage. That's fun. Okay. Bye, guys.